0: In one of our first shows of the year, we, well, Jeff had a list of 20 brutal truths that actually turned out to be really good life advice, and we didn't have time to do them all on a regular episode of the show. So we're going to do them as like a little mini bonus episode.
1: One of these actually made you cry. Do you remember? The first one made you tear up? I don't remember. Yeah, the very uh, first one. Let me find it. And we'll do that one. We'll do that one first here on this bonus episode of The Upside.
0: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
1: Now, this is not my writing. Like, I didn't put these together. These these were compiled by a guy named Matthew Jones, who uh, submitted this to Inc.com. So we can put the link to this up in our show notes. But Matthew Jones at Inc.com came up with a list of 20 brutal truths about life no one wants to admit. And uh, the first one, I'm trying to find the very first one, but... It hit you like a truck. You can go in order. Some of these are going to be repeats from the show. And some of them are, are pr- like, will will require no discussion. Like the first one that he writes, you're going, the first two that he writes, you're going to die and you have no idea when is the first one. Scary. And the second one is everyone you love is going to die and you don't know when. Oof. And the reason he hits you with both of those right up, right up front is he, he says, stop pretending that you're invincible. Acknowledge the fact of your own mortality and start structuring your life in a more meaningful way. And the fact that everybody you love is going to die gives you permission to make amends with past difficulties and reestablish meaningful relationships with important figures in your life. Yep. Because you don't want to be lying on your deathbed going, God, I wish I just... Said you know, that. Called call that right. family member back mm-hmm. or responded to that friend's text message. Or I wish the last thing that I hadn't said to these people was so hateful.
0: And notice that he says meaningful relationships, not crappy relationships that you shouldn't be involved in.
1: Right. you don't have, <laughs> You don't have to focus any energy on the people who are thumbs down. That, that is such your biggest lesson of 2019. What? I don't think you even realize how much you reference the importance of having in quality people in your life. Because I think I you did. got burned so bad in 2018 and 2019.
0: I did. I don't think that it was like necessarily burned so bad. I took a lot of chances. You um,
1: learned a lot.
0: I learned a lot about not giving too much to people that I don't know.
1: Uh, Number three on his list, your material wealth won't make you a better or happier person, which is a good reminder. I think money and material things make life easier, but I can tell you from experience that I am a happier person making less money trying to turn this upside thing into something awesome than I was making more money working for someone else.
0: Well, in my experience, uh, money usually is a stressor, but it is not the root of the stress
1: what do you mean? Like if things things are are really bad
0: and your mindset is if I only had X amount of money, I would be happier. That is a lie you're telling yourself. It may make life easier. Not going to make you happier.
1: And that goes back to gratitude because we always, when we talk about gratitude, we're like, sometimes it's when your life is most abundant and you can be grateful or find time to be grateful for the little things right? So if everything's going really great and you're like, gosh, I'm just grateful that I have shoes to wear, mm-hmm. you know, that that attitude of gratitude when you, I hate that phrase, attitude of gratitude. Yes. I hate it. I can't Dumb. believe I said that. I hate myself for saying that. Ugh. Well, uh, that spirit of gratitude serves you well when you, if you remember it when you're abundant, then it makes it easier to survive when you don't have as much. Right? Yep. Uh, number four, and we talked about this one on the, on the show a couple weeks ago. Your obsession with finding happiness is what prevents its attainment. I think <laughs> we talked about that one. That's gratitude. This is the one. Yep. This is the one that caught my attention first. Happiness is always present in your life. It's just a matter of connecting to it and allowing it to flow through you that's challenging. So... Happiness is always present, even in the darkest of times. Mm -hmm. There is some level of joy or a lesson to be learned or something to be grateful for. You just need to connect to it. Yep. And when you forget to connect to it, that's when things become difficult. Yes. Donating money does less than donating time. Uh, So giving your time is a way to change your perception and create a memory and experience for yourself and others that will last forever. Mm-hmm. you can't make everyone, I feel like this one's going to speak great right to you. You can't make everyone happy. And if you try, you'll lose yourself.
0: That is a really hard one for me, but something I've had to learn. I am a people pleaser to my core and learning that I can't please everyone has been a very hard lesson for me, but totally necessary and totally right. It's exhausting to try to make everyone happy.
1: All the time. Which goes back to your rule of boundaries.
0: Well, I, yeah, I started setting boundaries with people in my life. Really, 2019 was a big thing for that. And um, the truth is, I don't strive to make anyone happy. I find when I'm happy, it kind of bleeds into everything else in my life.
1: It's a ripple. Mm -hmm. So are you happy now? Yeah, I'm happy now. Okay, good. You can't be perfect and holding yourself to unrealistic standards creates suffering. And that right there is, if you are, I see so many people or talk to so many people who want to start a podcast or who want to start something uh, creative, but they don't want to do it. I'm guilty of this too, but they don't want to do it until everything is lined up perfectly. It's never
0: going to line up. It will never, ever, ever be perfect. Yeah. It's the, it's the thing we've talked about this too, you know, in the, in the process of her trying to decide when we wanted to start our family and stuff like that, there is always like a, well, maybe we should wait until this happens. But right. There's no right
1: time. Because once that happens and that, that like, if you chase perfection, you're waiting for everything to be lined up, especially if you're a person like me, there will always be something else to add to the list. Yes. So once once you have the perfect, like using the people I know who want to start podcasts, like once you have your perfect show summary and your perfect logo and you've purchased all the proper equipment, once all of that's done, then you're like, well, how long is the show going to be? Right. And, that, and then it changes everything. So don't, perfection is the most paralyzing, that chasing perfection is the most paralyzing thing in creativity. Don't do it. Uh, Number eight, your thoughts are less important than your feelings and your feelings need acknowledgement, which I think the world is becoming better at.
0: I don't know that that is totally true, but I do agree with feelings needing acknowledgement.
1: You, uh, why do you disagree with that?
0: Um, because I think your thoughts are important, As equally as important as your feelings.
1: I would make the argument that your thoughts are all rooted in some sort of feeling.
0: Yes, I think they are.
1: So that I think is, might be what he's implying here is if you dig down to the core of whatever thought or thoughts you're having, there's going to be a feeling, whether it's fear or ego or, uh, Resentment or jealousy, or whatever, and you get to the core of that feeling. Once you address that, then you can change your thoughts.
0: Right. I don't think that most people operate on, um, well, that's a bold assumption, but um, I would assume that most people operate in this is what I think, this is what I think, this is what I think, to kind of just because that's what's considered normal or that I think this, I think this, I think this, but there is power in knowing where that thought comes from and that is from feeling.
1: There is, uh, I'm actually taking a course, a class, a six, week, I think it's six, might be eight. I'm taking a, a multi-week class in mindfulness and... The reading that I have done up till this point, because I want to get better at being like mindful and mindful meditation and all that. It's people have talked to me about it for a decade now. Mm -hmm. Your therapist is super big into it. So is my dad. Way into it. And I haven't gone down that path, but I want to learn more about it. And one of the cores of it is getting to the root feeling that creates the thought. Mm-hmm. Like you just let your mind go. And I've been able to do it a few times. It's pretty freaky. Uh, number nine, we've heard this uh, since we were t- kids. Your actions speak louder than your words. Yep. So, so hold yourself accountable. That one's easy. Uh, 10, I disagree with, but I th- I know what he's getting at here. Uh, 10 is your achievements and successes won't matter on your deathbed. And I think what he's saying is you can't take it with you. So if you you build a gajillion dollar company, like that doesn't matter on your deathbed. It's probably like what he's probably implying is it's the way you treated people and the way you handled yourself. Mm -hmm. But I can't discount like success. If you create a gajillion dollar company, like that success does matter to every one of your employees. Right. Who you gave a livelihood mm-hmm. to. Yep. You know, so I don't I don't completely dismiss the small businesses of it, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll do the second half of the list here in just a second. This is, of course, a bonus episode of The Upside. If you want these episodes commercial-free, these bonus episodes with no commercial interruptions, and you want them a little bit earlier than everybody else, join our advisory hoard. Text the word horde, H-O-R-D-E, to 800-434-5454, and we'll send directions right to your phone. That's horde, H-O-R-D-E, to 800-434-5454. And now let's say thank you to our sponsors. One of them is Skillshare. Look, 2020, could be a year of growth, a year of creative growth. For you. But don't waste time. Get started from the comfort of your own home today by going to Skillshare.com upside and enjoying two free months of their premium membership. What you'll get is access to thousands and thousands of classes about whatever interests you. So if you've got a talent that you want to take to the next level or you just want to learn something new, go browse Skillshare.com slash upside. Find the subject matter that you want to learn about, look at the different instructors, and then pick the class length that fits into your schedule. I've taken a couple classes. Some are as short as 10 minutes long. Others are multiple classes that are hours, an hour long each. Whatever works for you is what you sign up for. So skillshare.com slash upside, two free months is waiting for you.
0: When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bettering literally owns it. Every sleep solution is American-made in their very own state-of-the-art factory in Phoenix, Arizona, where they custom-craft a mattress just for you. Two brothers, John and Rob Merwin, started 25 years ago as master craftsmen, learning everything there is to know about building a quality mattress. We've been sleeping on our Elite Spartan by Brooklyn Bedding, featuring individually encased coils and proprietary comfort foams with a smart fabric cover.
1: Easy for you to say. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we really have. And we absolutely love it. What makes the Spartan so advanced, it absorbs your body heat and transforms it into far infrared rays of energy emitted back to you for a more restorative sleep. The Spartan also features Titan Cool, which responds to an individual body temperature to give you the perfect sleep environment. We have been using this bed for probably two months now. And one of the first pieces of feedback the chef gave me is, oh my gosh, you're not hot in our bed anymore.
1: There are times that I would go, because I go to bed after Callie, I would reach over and just put my hand on her, and she was sweating. Space eater. Whoa, man. And that has not happened since we've gotten this new Brooklyn bedding bed.
0: If you're looking for the best sleep ever at a factory direct price, go to brooklynbedding.com. Mattresses start at just $4.99. You'll save 25% off every order with the code UPSIDE. That's brooklynbedding.com, American owned and American made. They own the sleep solution because they own the factory. We spent a lot of time this week talking about getting things on your looming to-do list off your list so you can move on with your life. And one of those things, if it's not already on there, should be life insurance. Look, I know it sounds daunting, but that's why Policy Genius is going to make it so easy for you. Go to their website, policygenius.com, and in minutes, they will compare quotes for you and have them side by side so you can pick a plan that works for you and you can get it off of your to-do list so you can move on with your life. Life insurance is so important, and Policy Genius makes it so easy. Go to policygenius.com, and when they ask how you heard about them, make sure that you select the drop-down menu, pick the upside.
1: All right, we're halfway through an article, a list, uh, 20 Brutal Truths About Life No One Wants to Admit. It was written by Matthew Jones for Inc.com, and we are going through all 20 of these one by one, see if one of them like strikes a chord with you or speaks right to you. Uh, we are at number 11, and I think this is an easy one. This one's super obvious, your talent means nothing without consistent effort and practice. Agreed. Yes. Now, that doesn't mean that if you have a natural born talent, you aren't going to see some level of success really easily. Right. You know, like But to
0: sustain that, uh,
1: like athletic wise like Serena, LeBron, Kobe, all of those guys in their respective sports, guys and and women in their respective sports, were born with some natural ability for whatever they Mm -hmm. do. Chipper Jones didn't just practice his way to be a hall of famer. Right. Right. He, he was born with something, people who are like piano prodigies and all of that stuff. But if you neglect it, you'll just, you'll only go to this far
0: or you'll, yeah. And wind up irritating everyone around you. Depending on the situation, I forget who it was, but there was a football player who got in trouble and he wound up getting fired, I think, but he like wouldn't show up to practices. He's like, "Eh, I don't need to practice. And they're like,
1: uh, you're a part of the team. Because if you're a number, if you're in a naturally on a scale of one to a hundred, if you're naturally an 85. Think and everybody around you practices their tail off and they're naturally an 80, right? Mm-hmm. So you're better than them already with no practice. How great could you be with practice? Like
0: amazing. Right.
1: So uh, number 12, now is the only time that matters. So stop wasting it by ruminating on the past or planning the future.
0: That one's a little cheesy to me.
1: <laughs> I, it is cheesy and I disagree with it.
0: I think I disagree with it too.
1: Because you have Today to learn. Today is a gift. But you that's to- why
0: it's called the present.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. I'm like,
1: Bleh. <laughs> it's like that's every cheesy wooden plaque at, yes, ho- at Hobby Lobby. Yes, it is. Uh, live, laugh, love. The, it, it, I don't like that because you have to spend some time thinking about the past in order to not repeat those mistakes. Yes. And I do think that if you get, uh, uh, for lack of a better phrase, screwed over by something, right, Mm -hmm. I think it's important for you to grieve that. And be to take the lesson. Right. But even before the lesson, be mad about it. Mm -hmm. Be petty about it. Be catty about it. Be bleh about it. And then be like, okay, we're moving on.
0: Yes. And I also think that we talk a lot about, um, thinking about the future and I don't think it's, I think a better way to say that is be present, you know, like if that's what he's getting at, but be present. But if you don't think about the future, like we talk about envisioning the future a lot and I spend a lot of time do that, doing that, but I think it's a great thing.
1: Nope. Number 13, nobody cares how difficult your life is. And you are the author of your life's story. Stop looking for people to give you sympathy and start creating the life story you want to read. Agreed. That's harsh, but yes, every single person has a story. Some people are just better at hiding it than others.
0: Well, and I think um, it's an... (sighs) It's an interesting thing if you can look at problems without placing judgment on them. And that's one thing I think that you're learning in your mindful meditation class. Like people like to say, well, my problems are harder than your problems. Yes. And I hate that because I don't think that's true at all. You know what I mean? I think that yes. you can. It, pain is relative. Yes. And just because someone doesn't struggle with what you struggle with, and it's hard for you, doesn't mean that they don't experience the same kind of pain in a different way. Um, you know, I yeah, I think that um yeah,
1: you can't compare someone's this to your that. Because you don't know what the this means to them.
0: And you also can't say things like, or it's not fair to say things like, well, those people don't have money problems, so they their life is great. Or right. this person doesn't have health problems, so their life is great. You That's not a fair statement.
1: Number 14, your words are more important than your thoughts. So get started inspiring people out loud. Yes.
0: Yeah, I'm into that.
1: And, th- and all that saying is... Action comes from words, not intention. Like you can plan on being a good person all you want, but until you back that up with with your voice and your a- abilities, it doesn't matter. What was
0: the last part of that one?
1: Uh, it was, your words are more important than your thoughts, so start inspiring people out loud.
0: Well, and here's the thing. So I have a, this comes into play. I have this issue with people that tell me not to fight back against people that are being rude to me or disrespectful or whatever else. And that's kind of the reason why, like no one's ever going to change. If you sit there silently and say nothing, are they definitely going to change if you say something? No, but it might get them to think twice about what they're saying.
1: And it also goes back to what we talked about um, a couple of weeks ago on one of the episodes when people are making off color jokes that you're uncomfortable with mm-hmm. rather than just laughing at it or moving on or whatever, ask them to explain it, like make, turn the discomfort back on them, like use your words right. to inspire them, not in the, Hey, this is a Ted talk and go change the world, but in a, just make them think about what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, for sure. Ne- next time. uh 15, oh, th- these first five words right here hit me right in the heart because I struggle with this. 15, investing in yourself is not selfish. Yes. Investing in yourself isn't selfish. Preach it. What's his name? Matthew Jones. Preach it.
0: Yeah, that is something that I've learned as my 30s, like as I've gotten- into my thirties is that you have to invest in yourself because people might invest in you a little bit, but you're the only one who's going to invest in yourself for your entire life.
1: Right. So do it. And the second half of that is it's the most worthwhile thing you can do. Yes. You have to put on your own gas mask if you want to save the person sitting next to you. And I (laughs) heard that analogy a lot over the past year. And it makes so much sense because you have to take care of yourself in order to help other people, but also other people when they're in panic mode are going to save themselves first. I think
0: that was a lesson that was really has been hard for you to learn, but I think you learned it when you got fired.
1: Yeah, I totally did. Um, I
0: think you spent your last job always putting gas masks on everyone else and then you passed out essentially died. And then yes. you're like, no one was there to revive you. Cause they were all
1: right. And they running we're, from the fire, which kind of ties into this next one, which is when I was running around going, why didn't anybody save me? Right. Like, Hello. <laughs> nobody cares. Cause they're all because
0: nobody cares. Cause exactly. The,
1: Cause I am unconscious on the floor and they're all breathing fresh oxygen. Yeah. That kind of ties in to number 16. It's not what happens. It's how you react that matters. Yes. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. And the the paragraph beyond that says, train yourself, because it is a skill, train yourself to respond always in a way that will lead to better outcomes. And I think true leaders have that gift. Anything can happen. And if you're a true leader, you're like, okay, here's the situation What's the outcome that I need? How do I get people there? I need to be better at that.
0: Well, I think it's true in any relationship that you have, period.
1: Uh, Speaking of relationships, number 17, you need to improve your relationships to have lasting happiness. That's obvious, right? That doesn't need to be discussed, right? That's just is what it is. Uh, 18, pleasure is temporary and fleeting. So stop chasing fireworks and start building a constellation. Yes. That's a cheesy one for me too.
0: It's cheesy, but it's true. I mean, I, yeah, it's totally true.
1: As my friend Chili used to say, (laughs) don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah. Okay. Well, Uh, that
0: always, I mean, I think that this is like kind of, I don't know. I mean, that's why people have marital affairs. You know what I mean? They're looking for something that sparks at first, but there's no...
1: They want the fling, but not the lifetime.
0: They want the spark, but they don't want to see the whole picture. They just want to see the good. And then, you know, as it goes on, guess what? Everybody has flaws.
1: Okay. Number 19, your ambition means nothing without execution. The time is now to put in the work. Yes. Without a doubt. And then 20, and I think... We talked, we've talked a lot about this over, everybody has talked a lot about this over the past couple weeks with the sudden passing of Kobe Bryant at age, what, 41? Time is your most valuable asset. Prioritize now how you spend it. You have the power and responsibility to decide what you do with the limited time that you have. So make every choice wisely. Does that speak to you? Uh, It does. It's part of the reason that I'm taking that mindfulness course is because I live in a state of get the next thing done. Mm -hmm. Like I feel almost like my existence or whatever is a never ending to-do list. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that. Like I don't like that Mm -hmm. for myself or for you or for anybody. So I want to just be able to, to be where my shoes are mm-hmm. right, and be in that moment knowing that my email will be there to be answered the next day right, or that the package could get sent out the day after tomorrow or my car could get washed in the morning. And you it's I mean? okay. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to stop that running, get it done, get it done, get it done. Mm-hmm. And when stuff happens, I mean, with the Kobe Bryant thing a couple of weeks ago, like it I hate the fact that it takes the sudden passing of somebody younger than I am to make me put my own timing Mortality, in check. yeah. That, like, I just wish it was something I could think of all the time, not just when there's headlines about- it happening yeah you know Mm -hmm. so anyways uh once again this is on inc.com the author is matthew jones and we'll put a bonus episode show notes up for you and you can go link and uh if any of these spoke to you or if you want to spend some more time with them we'll link to the article and you can grab it from right there
0: thank you for listening to the upside with callie and jeff please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of the upside